Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. Here's your change, and here's your king-sized tub of crunchy broccoli clumps. Thank you. Have a nice day. Sir, sir. Are you talking to me? Your money, sir. You left it behind. Oh, thanks. Uh, gee, 14 cents. Did I drop this? Oh, no, sir. I've simply rescued your sales tax from that broccoli shop. You did what now? Hey, Jed. Hey, Bridget. Eat more broccoli clumps? Yep. Who's your friend in the green tights? I don't know this guy. Tis I, Robin Hood. Perhaps you've heard of me and my exploits. I steal from the rich and I give to the poor. I live in Sherwood Forest with my band of merry men, handy with a bow and arrow. Hey, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, I'm familiar. I guess I was just thrown off since this isn't 13th century England. What brings you to our neck of the woods, or millennium? I am on an endless quest to fight the injustice of taxation. Your corrupt king shall no longer line his pockets with his ill-gotten coins. Coins are right. This is just a dime and four pennies. You're welcome. Also, how did you get this money? I stole it. How else? Fret not. Taxes are unfair burdens. They basically robbed you first. I'm merely righting the wrong. Wait, what? You can't just not pay sales tax. It's part of the price of the register. You can't get anything without paying it. Well, that's why I steal it afterwards. It's easy. Besides, who's going to stop me? There he is, officer. The one in the green tights. Jesus, it's the sheriff. Robin Hood, Bridget, and Jed are heading for adventure. Learning about the tax system and fees they gotta pay. Robin's got a mission to stop all taxes that are due. Oh, good golly, this'll probably be a real weird day. You have a troubadour? I find the theme music really helps move things along. Hey everyone, welcome back to Million Bazillion, where we help dollars make more sense. I'm Jed. And I'm Bridget. Today we've got a question about taxes. That's the money people pay to the government and which the government spends in a bunch of different ways. Yeah, you know how you might buy something for a dollar, but the price at checkout is actually maybe a dollar and seven cents? That seven cents is the tax added to your purchase. We also pay taxes on things like our homes or property and the money we earn. So here's the question. This is Lucinda and Annabelle from Paris, France. Why do we have to pay tax if the government doesn't have to pay for building roads and schools and stuff like that anymore? So we use taxes to build roads and schools and other things. And Lucinda and Annabelle want to know why we keep paying even after those things are built. Great question. Okay, where should we start with this one? You know, we did just meet someone who seems to have really strong feelings about taxes. You want us to go see that Robin Hood guy, don't you? Well, let's just go find out what he has to say. All right, let's go find him after this. 
And now it's time for asking random kids not so random questions. Today's question is: How would you make paying taxes more fun? Paying taxes would be more fun if we got marshmallows back in return. I would、um, fold the taxes up and fly them to the government. There'd be like. Little like coupons as you go along of like paying taxes or whatever. It would kind of be like a treasure hunt. The people who you're paying the taxes to would give you any stuffed animal you wanted. One way I'd make taxes more fun would be to make them go straight to helping stray animals and animal shelters. Paying taxes would be more fun if you get double the money. I would make paying taxes more fun. We're turning it into a video game because everyone likes video games. The video games. That was Pablo in Seattle, Parker in Virginia, Irina in Massachusetts, Sangam in India, Sylvia in Connecticut, Corbin in Oakland, and Elijah in Atlanta. This has been asking random kids not so random questions. Hey, Robin! What are you doing up in that tree, buddy? Here in this mighty oak, I have a prime viewing location from which to spot your king and his nefarious tax collecting agents. What are you talking about? We don't have kings. Why don't you come down? His tights are going to be covered in tree sap. <laughs> Then who do your tax collectors gather the taxes for? Pray tell. Tax collectors? Oh, you mean the Internal Revenue Service? I don't think they actually go around pestering people for more taxes. Generally, we just pay them. I mean, we complain about it sometimes, but we still pay. Nay, I say, nay, this cannot be. And yet, if there is no king to hoard the tax dollars you say your countrymen willingly pay, what happens to all the money? Instead of a king, we vote for the people who will spend our tax money on the things we care about. On what you care about? This is absurd. Who ever heard of such a thing? What do the people of this land even care about then?、Uh, well, here's one way to understand how we spend our tax dollars, and I think you're going to like it. For this, I'm going to need my list of how states spend the tax money they collect, and also a big old sack of 100 gold coins. Are you picturing the gold coins, Robin? Oh yes, yes, I can see it in my mind's eye. The gold coins represent the taxes we pay. So let's see what we spend them on. The programs we care about. Okay, so to start, let's put 22 coins aside to pay for programs that give a little extra to families that might need it if they lose their income or they need health insurance. You don't need a government for that. Me and my merry men did this back in Sherwood Forest. We'd steal from those holding riches and give it to those in need. Huzzah! Okay, so 22 coins are gone. Now、that might sound like a lot, but we set aside even more for education. Take out another 30 or so coins from the bag. That's kindergarten through 12th grade, and also state colleges and universities. And just like that, more than half the bag is gone. Wow, that's a lot of money gone right quick. Yeah, and and the thing about schools, we still build new schools, sure, but we also have to maintain or keep up the ones we've already built. And every school year, we've got to pay to keep those schools running. Fund the libraries, that sort of thing. I see. Yes, 
And you teach archery and lute repair at these schools, yes? Hey, wait, that's the answer to Lucinda and Annabelle's question. Not the loot thing. I mean that we keep paying taxes for schools because we need to keep running them. We still care about them year after year, so we have to pay year after year. It's the same thing with roads and bridges. After we've built them, we still need to fill those potholes, plow them if it snows. Every year, roads need money. Which, by the way, takes about another six coins from the bag. Oh, Robin looks like quite a heel. The taxes he was gonna steal are important. What's his deal? What? You're on thin ice here, Troubadour Larry. So back to the bag of coins. We've got about 10 coins for hospitals and other health programs. The average state sets aside about nine coins total for police, prisons, and courts. Oh, I myself have escaped from many a prison with the help of my band of merry men. While there was one time, I thought I was getting kind of light. Sure, but there's still about 22 coins left. Then we get to programs that get a few coins here, a few coins there, like parks and recreation usually get about two coins. States usually spend another two coins on firefighters. Fun fact, they also spend about that much on sewers and drains. Two coins. That's good money down the drain. (laughs) Yeah? Wait, you pay for sewers? Whatever happened to just pooping in the woods, like in good old times? Hard pass. Anyway, this gives you an idea of what things states think are important. Every town is making its own decisions with its budget, and these choices are made at the national level too, as a whole country. This tells me a great deal about what the people of this land find important, But I do think more should be spent on forestry. Really, a measly two coins on parks and recreation. That's no way to live. And so what if you don't agree with what the rest of your countrymen want to spend their tax dollars on? What if you you don't like taxes at all? Well, you wouldn't be the only one. Lots of people argue about how much tax we should pay and what we should spend it on. Plenty of people think the system is unfair. I knew it! Injustice abounds. I am right to strike back at the taxes that trouble the good people of this land. Fetch my bow so I can take down this system. Not so fast, tight pants, Everdeen. Here in America, we have another way to change things if we don't like our taxes. We'll explain in just a minute. In the meantime, if any of you listeners have a question about money you want us to answer, send it to us at marketplace.org slash million. Oh, Robin Hood in tights of green discovers taxes aren't so mean and no one needed all his thieving ways. Troubadour Larry, you're out of the band. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. So, Bridget, Robin Hood may be the only person we know who can pull off wearing green tights. Kind of. But he isn't the only person who gets upset over taxes. People argue over them all the time. And yet we still pay them. What's up with that? I know someone who knows the answer. And that's me. Meet Rainu Zaretsky. She's a writer with the Tax Policy Center, and so she knows all about taxes, like why we pay them and how we feel about them. 
The thing I love most about tax policy is that I could find a tax angle about pretty much anything somebody wants to talk about. She told me that in this country, we kind of love taxes. People feel good about paying taxes. We like to do it. We know it's necessary. Um, We're proud. We see it as a patriotic duty to do it. It's like a chore we might complain about, but actually enjoy. Like folding towels fresh from the dryer. Mmm, so warm and staticky. But there is a catch. We only like what we think are good taxes. What makes a tax good? A good tax is going to be fair. It's going to be felt equally by everybody relative to their ability to pay. So what does that mean? Okay, so putting my pristinely folded stack of towels aside, it's like if my weekend chore is vacuuming and my sister's weekly chore is washing the car. They take us about the same amount of time and effort to do, which feels fair. It's not fun, but it is fair. A good tax is also going to be understandable. It's going to be clear to people. They're going to understand why they have to pay it, how it's collected, and how it's used. A good tax isn't going to be confusing about why or how we're paying it. Actually, that's true for paying taxes and doing chores. I get it. And when a tax doesn't feel fair or it's confusing, that's maybe when we start to get annoyed by them. Take that chores example. Let's say one weekend, your sister didn't have to wash the car. Because it rained. The car is clean, and your sister didn't have to do a thing. But you still have to vacuum. Because there's no tiny and specific tornado that can come through and suck up all the dust. Ugh, thanks, non-existent tiny and specific tornado. Now this tourist thing is starting to feel... Unfair. So unfair. I'm guessing it's the same with taxes, right? It is. One of the big things right now that people point to uh, that they do not like, that they see is terribly unfair, is people or companies that are paying less than they think they should be paying. You know, um, it just seems like they're getting away with something or they think that there is a loophole or some kind of trick they're playing with the law, and they're not paying their fair share. And when it seems like some people aren't being taxed in the same way that everyone else is, that's when things don't feel so good anymore. And then we get mad. That's what causes fights. That's what causes some anger. Because everybody wants to pay their taxes, but nobody wants to pay more than they have to. That's a pretty normal feeling. Here's the good news, though. We have more choices now and here than Robin Hood did back in medieval England. His land was ruled by a king who decided alone how much to tax people when he felt like collecting those taxes and what to spend them on. That's not the case here. That's right. We vote for the people who work together to decide where our tax dollars go. If you want to know more about how that tax spending works in your area, check out our website, marketplace.org million. Because learning more about your tax dollars and what they can do can be as satisfying as a well-folded linen closet. Mmm, so organized. Hi, I'm Sevi. I'm Zaya. We're from Los Angeles, California. Here are some money jokes for you. What is brown and has a head and tail but no legs? 
a penny. <laughs> That's funny. What is the easiest way to double your money? Use a mirror. Oh, that's super funny. <laughs> what is the richest part of the river? Uh, I don't know. The riverbank. <laughs> that's the funniest one. Well, look who it is. Robin Hood. I almost didn't recognize you in that suit. Good morrow, Bridget, Jed. I would have recognized him. Those are the tightest suit pants I've ever seen. Plus, you know, the bow and arrow. So what's with the new getup? What are you up to these days? Well, I put my thieving days behind me. Now the Merry Men and I are community organizers, trying to get the word out to voters about how we think taxes should be used. Well, that's a much more civically-minded way of handling things. What ways of spending do you support? Oh, you know, more money for the poor, of course. And incentives for arrow production. Of course. Would you care to sign our petition to increase park funding? Why, I'd be glad to. Wait a minute. This isn't a petition. This is a letter granting you access to my bank account and all my money. Old habits die hard. Okay, well, we gotta get out of here. Troubadour Larry, lay down a tune as we get ready to go. Taxes might not be fun to pay. No one likes feeling like they're spending extra money. But as we learned today, they go to pay for a lot of things our society has decided are important. Of course, it's not a perfect system. And sometimes we disagree about them. It's easy for people just to get mad at taxes and say things like, they're too high, or we should get rid of them altogether. It's harder to look into issues and make up your mind about them and really, really hard to do something to change things. Next time you hear a grown-up saying something like, taxes are the worst, ask them which taxes and what they'd be willing to give up in order not to pay them. We bet after a while, they'll stop complaining about taxes. At least when you're around. Grown-ups complain way too much. They need to chill. It's almost as bad as when you get crunchy broccoli clumps stuck between your teeth. Man, food is the worst. Well, that's it for now. Thanks for listening to Million Bazillion, where we help dollars make more sense. Next time, we're answering a big question about banks. If you've got an idea for an episode or a question you want answered, email us at marketplace.org million. If you like this episode and you want to know more, check out our brand new bonus newsletter for kids and their grown-ups. There's a listener tip sheet and a super fun comic about taxes. Sign up today at marketplace.org bonus, and we'll send it right to your email inbox. Plus, you'll be the first to know when we've got new episodes and other stuff from our team, like how to get your own Million Bazillion t-shirt. That's marketplace.org bonus. We had help making this episode. Special thanks to Renew Zaretsky at the Tax Policy Center for helping us understand the answer to this question. And to the voicing talents of Kimberly Adams, Sabri Benishore, Mark Sanchez, and Becca Weinman. Million Bazillion is brought to you by Marketplace in collaboration with Brains On and American Public Media. I'm your host, Jed Kim. The senior producer is my co-host, Bridget Bodner. Marissa Cabrera is our producer. Sandin Totten is our editor. Chris Julin is our sound designer. Our theme music was created by Wonderly. 
This episode was mixed by Becca Weinman. Our digital team includes Erica Phillips and Tony Wagner. And Sitara Nieves is the executive director of On Demand at Marketplace. And special thanks to the people who provided the startup funding for Million Bazillion and who continue to help keep us going. The Ranzetta Family Charitable Fund and NextGen Personal Finance, supporting Marketplace's work to make younger audiences smarter about the economy. To all the grown-ups listening right now, we hope that you and the kids in your life are having some good conversations about money thanks to Million Bazillion. We created this podcast to help kids get an early start on learning about the economy. And to keep it going, we're counting on your support. Donate today at marketplace.org slash give million. And thanks for chipping in to make our work possible.